Hi there. For those that don't know me, I'm Heath Palmer, and I'm the owner and the host of Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I just wanted to hop on here real quick and give you a little uh, public service announcement about this very special first episode of ours. Um, we put a lot of time and energy and effort trying to create a great product for everyone. And we are fully aware that the audio in this first episode is not up to our standards. Um, we had to overcome a lot of technology issues, a lot of learning curve, a lot of a lot of a lot of things, actually, um, in order to get this first episode done. And when we went back and, and listened to it, we knew it was a mess. And unfortunately, we didn't think we could reshoot the episode and get the content that's there. Now, keep in mind, we have tried to adjust the audio and edit it as best as we could. And we are aware that it's still not up to RMRR standards. And as you may or may not know from other episodes released that we've worked around this issue, we've uh, we've overcome it. It's no longer an issue. And so we just ask for a little grace and patience and understanding if you actually continue on with this episode. And um, we fully recognize that it's not our best work. And we hope that you realize that we're growing and, and learning as well. And and we're producing better content for you now. And we just want to thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your time that you give us and the love and encouragement that you share with us as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode and the following episodes to come. Um, it is my honor and privilege to uh, be a part of this amazing uh, show that God has given us. And so I just want to wish you all the best of luck this week. Um, take care of yourself, stay safe, and be blessed. Thanks for tuning in. And now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me today are your co-hosts, Michael and Ethan. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Dude, so excited for today's show. Ethan, how are you doing, bud? Good, excited. Awesome. Oh, uh, I love it. I'm, I'm glad we're finally together, together. Um, and getting this thing going. You know, it's been a labor of love for about the last month for us, trying to get everything set up from the website to the social, start recording. Um, and it's really interesting how we just kind of came to be, and that's what we wanted to talk about today a little bit. Really, it was just a joke, uh, folks, to be honest with you. Michael and I were talking one night um, after men's group had paused for the summer, and Mike was like, hey, what are we going to do with our time? And I'm like, well, we just do a podcast. And, you know, it's funny how it works, right? Um, he immediately hit the three of us, and I started burning up pages, taking notes. Uh, both Michael and Ethan, right, guys? You guys were like, like feedback, feedback city, city on everything you guys did, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, we were. It was it was very spontaneous. And, and so, really, so an idea of a joke just turned into the show. And the next thing we know, uh, we're an official business, and uh, you know, websites are being created, social media is being created. Uh, speaking of the website. Um, that is rmrr.live, and you can find everything you need to know about the show, about Michael, Ethan, myself on there. Um, we've got post bios. There's the links to all the social socials on there. there. The link tree link. link. We've, we've got, got the prayer request page. Um, you've got the feedback page. So if you like the show or you didn't like the show, you want to give us some feedback, there's a way to do that. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, there's a way to do that as well. 
Um, also, if you feel compelled to donate, uh, we definitely are taking those to help uh, fund, you know, new equipment and software and, and things like that. The website, website fees, things, things like, like that. that. So, so we definitely, definitely appreciate that, that if you feel compelled. compelled. Um, we are also going to be releasing shows through podcast as well. That's a new thing that just kind of happened here recently. So through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, we'll be releasing the audio for the show as well. Um, yeah, so there's kind of the brief us. We got man. We just had an evangelist come to our city in our town in our county. It was massive. It was huge. Um, his name is Mario Morello. He just came to our church. Um, we do go to our Radiant Church. Uh, we we happen to go mostly to the North Campus, but a lot of us always hop around to the Central Campus and uh, as well as the North Side. But um, so we had a pastors, leaders, and even some politicians uh, luncheon. Um, Mario invited all these leaders, city city leaders, out to a luncheon, and he he attracted just right under nine hundred uh, city leaders um, and pastors, and even some politicians um, for a mass evangelism push in our area. Uh, we're, we're still, still <sighs> kind of discovering the effects of this. We had now Heath, help me with the numbers here. Collectively, it was just over for the for the four day, um, uh, four nights under the tent. It was was it a little over a thousand salvations along with what? Around maybe a hundred healings or something. I don't know. It yeah. was a lot. It was intense, actually. <laughs> yeah. the, the salvations every night. They they figured about anywhere between a quarter to a third of the tent stood up each night for um, salvation for accepting Jesus as the Lord and Savior. And uh, Mike and I served on the salvation team, and to be able to meet new believers and to welcome them into the family and get some information to pray over them for a little bit was just an incredible experience. Um, Ethan during that time was attending youth camp, um, through Radiant Youth Ministry. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, Ethan? Um, so yeah, so, um, camp started on the first day of the 10th, which was on the 10th of this month. And so, um, we went to the 10 o'clock service and it was amazing. Um, then the four nights we went there. There were amazing healings. Um, a lot of people in the in youth, the youth um, um, some, some of the uh, team leaders of the youth camp, and even some of the kids. Even um, when Mario came over, for, uh, a bunch of when, when all the people, people stood, stood up, up it, was, it, was, it was amazing. Like there were a lot of people in the youth who came back to God, and it was it was an amazing time. And I I am so thankful for it. That is awesome. He, we, we saw, saw some miracles, man. We, <laughs> yes, we took we some did. pictures. Yes, we did. We made some new friends. Yeah, definitely new friends. Uh, testimonies galore. What to you uh, is just one of the best highlights of your experience uh, while serving um, not only Mario's team, but God <laughs> at this evangelism event? You know, it's really interesting that there were people that we had met prior um the 
the healing that Donna received actually was probably one of my favorite ones the entire time. Oh, there. man. Um, you know, we had an opportunity to meet with Donna um, at Radiant. She was actually, her, her organization was our ministry window last month. And she came to the church and, and told us her story and, and, you know, being healed with cancer before and then, and then the issues with her back and being able to walk and keep her balance and use a cane and to, to not be able to bend over and play with her grandkids and all these things. And to, to have Mario call her call out, of the, out of the crowd through the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit and heal everything that was going on with her um, was just incredible to witness. And I don't think I've ever yelled and cheered more in my life than I did for that particular one. Um, and I know, and too, I know there, there, were, there, were, there were couples that came from all over the country to, to participate in this, to be saved, to be healed, um, and to have... I think the final night when there was a gal that was walking through the crowd and I, I watched her for a little bit and she went up to members of the salvation team and wanted some prayer. And we actually started praying into this woman and, and cast out some demons and healed some things in her through our intercession with the Holy Spirit wow. uh, functioning there. And that, I, I tell you, I'd never been a part of something like that before. And that was beyond impressive and, and so much glory to God was given in that moment uh, when she stood up and she just started crying and weeping and just said thank you I feel completely different like a new person and the three of us that were praying over this woman just immediately began to praise God and in moments like that I think why um, this tent has such an impact wherever Mario takes his meetings the Holy Spirit just really uses him and works with him to um, show the power, the glory, the the wonder of God. And that is something that if you've never been to experience personally, is is an experience that you will never forget in your life. Yeah, one, one thing I really loved. Well, okay. So I got to serve not only on the salvation team, but I was able to drive uh some of the volunteers on a bus uh to the site. Um, think okay, so we had around just under 2,000 um volunteers to make the event possible with all the aspects of service that was needed. Then, on top of that, there would have been you know, I think the largest night was like around 5,000 people were there. Um, so the tent holds how much is the tent holding? 3,000 is what we had shares in there for. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there would, there would be an additional 1,000, 2,000 outside of the tent. So I was able to, um, to bus over some of um, these volunteers. What I loved about it was um, I got to – I it was fun helping them get ready to serve God. So I uh, get them all a busload of people and I would have a word for them or an impartation for them uh, while they're on the bus. So the first night uh, imparted the spear of love. Why a spear of love to lead with? You can lead with love. And a spear is traditionally a, a primary weapon. The second night, was uh the lord had me and so by the way preface this uh the lord had me 
he instructed me to do all these things. But um, the second night was uh, an impartation of evangelism and prophecy. And and each time this, you know, the people were like, oh, my goodness, what is this bus driver doing? <laughs> he's praying for us and he's like imparting these things. And uh, I get, you know, it'd be fun. You know, they'd be cheering. All right, let's go. We're ready. And um, and so that was a lot of fun. And then the, the third uh, night of impartation, I just recite, recited Psalm 91 and um, was able to just uh, bless them with an impartation of the word um, and a little chunk of scripture. So I had a ton of fun serving. I had a ton of fun driving that bus. Um, and just being able to bless people and get them pumped, you know, because everyone's sacrificing their their time and cutting their day short or making them long or whatever you have, and then going over and serving God, and and it was beautiful. It was such a team uh, sport. Right. No, it was a great a great time. And again, you know, we had the opportunity uh, back in April to watch Mario's event from uh, Oklahoma and these things are powerful when you're watching them online. Um, I remember watching Friday night service that he did during Saturday after I got out of work and I sat here weeping and, and crying and praising God for two hours. Um, the things that were happening everywhere he takes these things is just incredible. Um, I wanted to circle back to the, to the youth for a minute just because um, it is. It was spoken several times that there was going to be a youth revolution starting um, from this uh, this tent revival. Living living goes, and it was really amazing to see 180 middle and high school students gather together under the tent, tent every, every night, um, worshiping with the worship teams. Um, the first two nights we had uh, Destiny uh, Church Worship out of Rockland, California, and the, the next two nights we had Radiance Worship Team backing up Catherine Mullins, um, and they... It was so every, amazing. Yeah, every, every night the, the worship section was just amazing, and to watch these kids interacting with the worship and getting, getting in there and dancing and singing and, and just... Cutting loose like David did for God, you know, just not caring what anybody thought, just dancing and praising was incredible. And you know, they they gave them all towels to wave around and to see these these kids just excited for Jesus was incredible. Um, Ethan, you know what was there a memorable part in one of these nights that that you really felt was the standout takeaway from the youth perspective? I. There were a lot of memorable things, like uh, uh, when uh, there were a lot of kids who prayed over each other at at at, at the tent crusades, uh, the four nights um, when people were raising their hands for healings and things like that. A lot of the kids prayed for each other, which was amazing. Um, there was just a lot of fire in that tent and uh, a lot of fire inside of the uh, middle schoolers and the high schoolers. Um, there's just what did, what did it feel like? So the fire, because I was we need to portray this a little bit more. We're going we gotta we gotta zoom into the fire. What did it feel like? What is what do you mean by fire? There was just you could feel the Holy Spirit and like near and around and inside 
of the inside of the youth and the kids. Yeah. Um, and it was it was amazing. It uh the fire, um, you it was it was like a uh Hard to explain. It was kind of like a the fire, the fire of, God of God is how is how, is is how, how I'm gonna say, say it. Um, so you could definitely tell that God was in there and He was present and He was just moving through the kids and and the best part about the youth uh, camp and the uh, that we were able to sit in uh, in the Ten Crusade. It was it was amazing. It was powerful. It was like he said. It was just a very very uh, powerful, powerful thing. thing. The, the kids, kids were, were uh, the middle schoolers and high schoolers were just. We were all up there dancing and we were praising God. Um, we were backing up. We were kind of backing up the worship team and. Uh, and then so when when so when God was around, it was it you wanted to dance. You yeah. wanted to sing hard. Yeah. You wanted to run into his um power or embrace in in a raw uh powerful, powerful way. way. Yeah. Um, okay. So my question then is have you noticed any new uh things happen ever since um all these nights of uh, intense God time worship. Um, yeah. Um, there has been there. Uh, like Heath, I'm gonna talk over to you. So, oh, I'm just glad to have you, brothers and sisters. And like, there's been a. You could definitely tell that after the four nights. Uh, there was kind of a fire. Like uh, a Holy Spirit fire that spread um, from North Campus into all the directions, Northeast, Southwest, um, and it was it was amazing. So you would feel closer uh, to the to the other kids in youth group then. Yeah, I feel much closer to um, to my brothers and sisters. And in that would be a byproduct of you guys uh, serving at youth camp and then having a good time at summer camp and then yeah. And then being together in the presence of God together. Yeah. I would agree. I, I, that happened for not only the kids or the youth, um, the teen group, it happened for the whole church. It uh, did. One of my favorite parts for me, and then he then went to over to you, is um, I love that our church got closer and we were doing this project and serving God together. Yes. Um, I would even say, um, I don't know. How to, I think the effects of love in a in 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 any size of congregation should be seen and it should be felt and it should be seen in the uh, relationships. Um, whether you're close to everybody or not, um, you all served together, and uh, we accomplished. I mean, it was amazing to be part of this and to see. Um, God's power in a very raw way. Like I said, the last night, oh man, last night it seemed like there was 500 salvations. It just seemed like there was that was that was the large chunk. Um, and then to, to you know be able to pray with a couple of those um, those people making that choice. Yeah. Um, Heath. Okay. 
Because the, the, the show is now kind of turned into the effects of revival. Like, how do you, how do you see, see uh, a revival congregation in your spiritual giftings, maybe, in your life, um, in your family? Well, you know, I wanted to piggyback on something you said. First of all, that it wasn't just the Radiant family coming together. I mean, right. we, have, we have three campuses throughout Colorado Park. Park. And, and so, so obviously, we came together as a church, and that in and of itself was incredible. Um, the first time I've been able to worship with all three campuses was Sunday morning, um, the morning of the first night, you know, and have all of us together under the tent as one unified church, not three different buildings was, was yeah. an incredible thing. But then on top of that, this wasn't just a radiant church thing. This wasn't just a Mario Murillo thing. This was churches across Colorado Springs and El Paso County coming together um, as one body. And the coordination that it took to um, utilize, you know, parking lots of different churches and different schools and different buildings across so that we could accommodate um, everybody coming and volunteering and places for people to be. Um, and, and again, volunteers coming from not only churches here in town, but around the country. We had people coming from Alaska and Canada. There were people Iowa. represented from pretty much all 50 states in the various groups uh, for serving with the prayer intercessors team, the salvation team, the security detail, the, the ushers. I mean, there were the, the greeters, the, the merchandise team. Like, there were people from everywhere. There were the country. repeat servers from California, all, all these California crusades. Right. Like, we were talking about... <laughs> it was amazing. Like, these people just drive wherever this guy goes to serve God. There's a, I talked to two of those people. Yeah, so it was it was very very nice to see everybody coming together for one purpose to be unified together um, to serve God and to see miracle signs and wonders happen. And that is again something if you've not done and not experienced, you need to you need to experience. You can definitely watch the replays, or he's got live events coming. In California, November. Matter of fact, he's coming back here. By That's the way, right. he's going back here next July, the 9th to the 13th. It's already been announced. That's right. Um, he's coming back here. So again, block your calendars off so you can be a part with a tent um, that's two times the size as the tent, tent we just had on our church grounds. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be a bigger tent, tent, a much bigger thing, and we're excited for that. I'm already looking forward to serving next year. Uh, but as far as like the after effects. You know, it's interesting. Anytime you see a move of God, like anytime you see souls being taken away from the enemy, anytime you see healings and, and just miracles that happen, uh, obviously the, the next few days, um, those that partook, and I can I can say this from experience, very spiritual attacks coming back um, were, were very heavy, very interesting. Um, the enemy doesn't like to lose. Even though it's already written, he's going to. Um, you know, the enemy knows the Bible, yeah. like we know the Bible, like you know, God knows the Bible, and so he knows um, he knows the Bible better than us. Yeah, so he, he knows he knows he knows he's gonna lose in the end, and yeah. and yet while even while that's happening, his job is to to take souls and to keep people from entering into heaven. And so um, you know, anytime you're a part of say casting out a demon or a healing, then the enemy's gonna come back yeah. at you twice as hard, and that definitely happened. I know this last Thursday and Friday for me personally. Um, and going to church Sunday was definitely uh, something I was looking forward to, to getting time with our brothers and sisters in Christ and to worship and praise together and to hear a powerful message from Pastors Todd and Kelly and to, um, again, spend time in fellowship afterwards. 
with the church. Um, each of our campuses had a barbecue after to welcome new believers to the family and, and to just, to just spend some time, time together, together um, and, and sharing stories, stories from what everybody witnessed because everybody had a different perspective. Right. Um, you know, everybody's at a different point in their walk and their faith. And so to be able to compare notes about, hey, what was your favorite moment? Or what was your favorite moment? Or what did you enjoy most? Or what are you taking away from this? Yeah, um, yeah. Really, really not only helps solidify the miracles that took place, but it also, I think for me personally, definitely helped my faith grow a little more. That's right. um, you yeah. know, to be able to see these things, to, to see God doing this, and know that, you know, Mario didn't talk to these people, people before they were called out. Now, God, that's, that's the other thing, too. too. He, he doesn't, doesn't know, know these people. The Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit knows these people. people. When the Holy Spirit calls them out and says, hey, we're going to heal you of cancer or this, you know, debilitating disease or this addiction or this, you know, whatever. And it happens right there on the spot in front of thousands of people. Um, if that doesn't affirm your faith, I don't know what that um, in, in reality, like, and, and that's actually testimony that was given this last week in the church with, with Donna. Um, we had actually prayed over her as a church when she was at North Campus. And, and Pastor Kelly had mentioned that she was um, discouraged by the fact that Donna just wasn't healed right there, even though we as a campus felt the Holy Spirit there. Right. We have to mention how powerful that prayer time was. Um, I think all of us, a majority of us knew uh, that... See, Heath, yeah. I have a question. Right. Are we looking at each other? Because we've been looking at each other. Yeah, and then I started right. looking at the camera. <laughs> okay. So all of us, back to the story. So all of us at that specific uh, Sunday service, when Donna was prayed for by the, by the whole congregation a couple times for the Sunday service, and she, she was representing her ministry, which is an amazing ministry, by the way. Um, when, when we prayed, a lot of people knew something happened. And yeah. Kelly did too. But we didn't see this woman um, healed immediately. Yeah. Um, we are a church that believes in, uh, in instantaneous healing or, or miracles, signs and wonders. But I, I knew, for me personally, I knew something happened. And so when I saw Miss Donna get healed, and you can go to Mario Murillo's, uh, any of his uh, pages on YouTube or uh, Facebook and, and check out this video for yourself. Uh, Mario Mario Murillo Ministry, I think is his page on Facebook. Um, there's this there's this small blonde woman jumping around, and she did not, uh, she was not able to used to do that. Um, so when I saw that, I was standing right next to my uh, buddy Sean, and I said, "Hey, Sean, you know who that is?" And he's like, "No, who is that?" I said, "That's Donna. She was just at church ministering to us." He's like. Really? I was like, yeah. We started jumping around like little girls. Ah! <laughs> it was so amazing, right? That we were just two people in a crowd of a couple thousand doing that along with everyone else. And um, okay, well, I guess I want to yeah. conclude that with saying that okay, so while we we all experienced the move of God that day when we prayed over Donna and she wasn't healed, you know, Pastor Kelly said she was discouraged, and some of us kind of were too because we were expecting it even because we felt it. And so to hear Pastor Kelly talk this Sunday about the fact that she went to God with this question, you know, why did this happen? And, and a couple, a couple takeaways here. One is because 
God wanted to make sure there were plenty of eyes. There were a couple thousand eyes, plus how many were people watching on video to watch this healing and give testimony. The nation watched it. Right. And just so that there's a reminder that God does things in his timing. So even though we expect when we pray for somebody that there's going to be healing take place, at the end of the day, God's will is going to be done. And so in this particular time, while it would have served a great purpose for Donna to have been healed at North 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 Campus that day, it served a bigger purpose for her to be healed underneath that tent and to see be seen by thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Um, it's an incredible testimony to just how small our minds are when it comes to a plan and how big his ends are. Um, and so, yeah, that... Um, right, it reminds me of uh, blind Bartimaeus in the scriptures uh, when the disciple were wondering, hey, who sinned? Uh, was it his parents? Uh, was it his grandparents? Was it him? He's in the womb. <laughs> and Jesus says, uh, it's, it's for God's glory. Uh, he was born this way for God's glory. Um, and then he gets healed and he uh, shocks and stuns, uh, many, even the religious leaders just did not believe that this, um, for a while while they're, uh, stabbing him, um, with questions, they just couldn't believe it was, it was him. They finally did believe it was him. And then they just wanted to kick out, um, him out of the temple anyway. But anyway. The point of that miracle uh, was to glorify God, and the point of Miss Donna's miracle was to glorify God. Yeah, um, even though that there wasn't a divine healing while we prayed for her, uh, while she was at North Campus um, a few weeks ago, um, to be able to be in the tent and experience that divine healing that we prayed for, um, for Donna when she was uh, when she came to our church to talk about her ministry, um, it was just amazing to see that and to her to run and jump around and to uh, she threw the cane that she was using. What was what was your friend's reaction to the YouTube? Since we're really focused on this one, this is like this is the one this is the biggest highlight. Highlight probably, probably the most viral, viral highlight um, this time. It seems like, but what was the YouTube's? YouTube. What was the youth group's uh, reaction? Wes, you were praising God. How were how were the other kids praising God? We were we were praising God using the um we we got these white towels that have the word youth revolution, revolution. on it. Um, um and, and we, we, we were, were given those, those just, just to hold, not, not just, just to hold our spots in the tent. Or a white group sweaty brown. Yeah, but we could also we spun them around in the air. Yeah, like a terrible um, town, like the Steelers. Kind of, yeah. Um, so whenever, um, like Mario was said something exciting, we would spin it or when someone got healed, we would spin it. Um, but to see, like to see Donna get healed, um, was amazing. It was powerful. Um, and, uh, just to see her run around and walk around and to see her throw the king down and to not have to use it. Um, and just exactly the the divine healing that took place and the divine power in the tent was just amazing. Um, but one thing that comes to mind too, Ethan, is like not only was that miracle happening, yeah, but there was a whole section of heart disease, yeah, that got like around twenty people in one section. And Mario even calls it, "Well, this is my heart disease section. This is how God works." It's all the heart disease people in one section. That's my heart disease. They all, they all stand up, and all of them reacting 
um, to instantaneous healing yeah. in the glory. Um, different reactions. Um, there's a, there's a heart disease uh, interview on, on on Mario's page also. Mario Merlin Ministry. Um, and but Heath, okay, not, that's just we could go on forever with the healings. I need I need to share a healing post or not post pretent that happened because some of us uh, were doing the pregame ministry right with inner city action right okay and we would go out and we would either minister with inner city action which is Frank Saldana's crew uh, Frank Saldana is a, a uh, an amazing team member of Mario Wong but um. We would go out and pass out these, hey, come and come visit the tent, come and minister to at the tent, little cards, little, uh, hey, Mario Mario, Mario, Mario Mario Ministry, Living Proof Tent, tent, tent Crusade, crusade invites. invites. And, well, we, I went with a couple, I went a couple of days with them, but one thing I do need to share is an amazing testimony of just when you even might go out all by yourself. And, and evangelize or, or, or try and uh, minister Jesus to people. Um, I went out in my neighborhood and about the fourth conversation in, I mean, I mean a sweet sister in the Lord. Um, not, not, not an old grandma or anything like that, but, but uh, I don't know. Uh, probably my mom's age or so. And she had been she had been praying for Christian neighbors to come knock on her door, and here I come, trouncing up the driveway, <laughs> and I knock on her door, and she doesn't even want me to be there. She didn't want to shoot me. Well, she did shoot me away, and so I start walking away and away, and she noticed, she noticed that, that I had a love over fear uh, T-shirt. Shout out Josh Parker and Ashley Parker, um, and I had a there. My, my good friend's love over fear t-shirt on she immediately asked hey is that a christian shirt are are you are you at the church and i go oh, no ma'am i'm your neighbor and she goes oh no i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and then so we started this conversation we were just sharing testimonies well just how the conversation happened what god did in that conversation she was healed of lyme disease amen it's not in her body anymore. Um, she was actually just recently uh, went to the hospital in emergency for something completely different. But it was, but Lyme disease was gone, and and so um, so that was pregame. That was that was just going out on your own initiative, or, or when the Holy Spirit uh, led you, and just what God is doing in our county uh, and in our city, El Paso County, and the city of Colorado Springs. In the shadow of America's mountain. <laughs> right. Can't say that enough. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm watching the timer here on our clock, and we're actually almost at a complete show, guys. Um, I do want to take a minute and plug the website again. Um, and that website is rmrr.live, and there you have all of our links. You have the prayer requests. If you need one of those, we'd be more than happy to pray for you. There's Links to connect with each each of the hosts. There's a feedback. Back. If you want to give us feedback. Like the show, you didn't like the show. We'd love to hear about it. Tell me. You're right. We want to know. 
Yes. Um, what we can do better, what we can do different. And obviously, we know it, as the show and grows and as we grow, we're going to learn more things, things and things are going to change, get better for us. And we're, we're expecting that. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, there's a link for that as well. Reach out to us. We'd love to have you on. Hey, um, hey what? Are you sure about that? Well, maybe. We'll screen you. How about yeah, that? We'll, we'll, work on that <laughs> we'll work on that. I don't know if Mike is just going to do Anyway, if you feel led to donate to the show, we are a nonprofit group. And so your your donations are what are going to help us to grow and to really become a better show for for God's will and work. If you like the ministry, you can give. If not, we're not asking you. That's right. We want a joyful giver. That's right. You're not doing it joyfully. You don't want it. Exactly. And I think before we go today, we do have a verse that we wanted to impart everyone with today. So I'm going to turn it over to Ethan to give today's verse from Matthew 28, I believe, is where we're at today. 28? Oh, Ethan was not cute and ready to go. Oh, Ethan, you're letting me down right now. The verse that we're looking for is Matthew 28. It's not on that page either. I'm 18, sorry. Eight? 18 through 20, I believe. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. That's what it is. Okay, 18 through 20. Uh, so it is. Need one more page? Uh, <laughs> there you go. And Jesus came up and spoke to and them, you, saying, All authority, all authority has been given, given to me in heaven, in heaven and, and on the on, on and, 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 and on, on earth. earth. Uh, uh go there, uh, go therefore. And make disciples uh, of all the of all the nations, uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe uh, all that I have commanded you, and uh, and I am with, with you always, always even in the end of the day. All right. Well, awesome. that is great. Thank you, Ethan. We'll work on having him prepare a little more. In the future. Anyway, guys, it has been an absolute pleasure to sit here and, and have this conversation get our first show not gotten out of the way. Um, be patient with us as we grow and as we learn. Please, um, please. I promise, I promise the content is better, better and, and the technology is getting better. Um, we're, we're fully expecting to, to make a lot of changes as we go, but it has been our honor and privilege to have you with us uh, on the maiden voyage of Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Um, any closing, closing thoughts, closing thoughts, Michael? Don't despise small beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, closing thoughts. Um, well, I just want to say thank you guys for, uh, watching us and just, yes. uh, again, I want to, uh, kind of go back on what, uh, my dad said, please be patient with us. We're just, we're just starting, starting uh, this, this uh, brotherhood and this discipleship um, to you guys, um, and and as we grow, um, we're gonna we're gonna be able to do more and have guests on our show. And um, and again, guys, just please go onto our website if you guys have any prayers that you guys like us to pray for, healing or, or anything like that. Please, please let, let us know, know. Um, and we would be happy to pray for you guys. Um, Definitely. and, and if you want to, uh, uh, donate to us, please do, but you do not have, 
Um, we don't want you to be unhappy with us and still do it. We don't want the money. <laughs> um, but I'm uh, going to it back to my dad. <laughs> All right. Well, again, everybody, it's been an honor and privilege to spend this time with you today. We thank you for tuning in. This has been episode one of Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Episode one. Episode one is done. Episode one is done. Um, tune into the website for our, our next release. This will be again out on YouTube and a few other places for you to check out. Uh, website's going to be the best place for that information. So until next time, everybody, thanks for joining us. This is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.